When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, how is everybody? It's a little early this morning, but I thought, let's do this. I got um, <clears throat> I got to go to the lake today. It's my nephew's birthday, so I'm leaving early, but I, oh no, let me get rid of that. Sorry about that. Um, but, so yeah, I'm leaving early, so I wanted to do a live stream Nice and early, get in some English questions. Let's do it. Um, I see a bunch of familiar names here, so I'm not sure if anybody is new, but Lalit from India says that audio and video are all right, so thank you. Ibrahim is here from Egypt. Sunshine from Armenia. Maz is here from Australia. Let's fix that a little bit. So, welcome. Uh, I was upset to hear that Melbourne is in curfew. Oh, no. So, Maz, <clears throat> stay safe there. Aroni from Italy is here. And he says, ciao a tutti. Ciao a tutti. Hello to everyone. Lucia from Brazil. Michelle is here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I was talking to Aniko a little earlier, and Mega is here from India. Luke is here. Luke is, Luke is here from what? What is it this week, Luke? Bulgaria? Poland? He's a jet setter. He's a jet setter. Um, a jet setter in English is when someone is always traveling, and it seems like Luke is always traveling, but that, that may not be the case. That may not be the case. He's in Poland right now. Thank you for those videos yesterday, Luke. And Hussein is here from Libya. Vladimir is here. Welcome, welcome. So let's get into some questions. Um, it's a pretty small, Mountain Eagle is here. Hello. It's a pretty small room. Uh, I'm going at a different time, so I don't think it will be too overwhelming for me. If you're new here, just leave the questions right in the chat and I will get to them as quickly as I can and as thoroughly as I can. Answer them really well, but try to get to everybody's question. So Sunshine from Armenia, I see. Did I forget? Uh, Amina is here from Canada also. Very early for her. Very early for her. So Sunshine is wondering, oh, how do you appreciate life around you and not let the small things get to you? Yeah, um, so I'm in my 40s, and I think it took me until my late 30s or 40s to just not care about like what other people think about me. I just be myself, and I try to be as nice as possible. But um, there are some people in this world that are just never happy and you're never going to make them happy. So um, I keep my family close to me. Um, you know, I have a few really good friends. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just a whole mindset where if you are positive it just keeps getting more and more each day. So, yeah, I, but I think it comes with age. I know in my 20s, you know, I let little things bother me. But maybe with maturity, it's like, I don't care. I don't care. And I think it's a very good feeling when you can just not worry about what others think. And those people that like you will like you for being you. That's, that's my boomer advice. So I hope that helps, Sunshine. Good question. Good question. Uh, there is uh, There was a question really early from Ivan, I think. This is a good question right here. 
Um, I'm not sure if he's in the chat right now, but this might help somebody else. And it, it's a quick question. Ivan is wondering, uh, what does it mean to dispose? And we often say dispose of. Dispose of? It's pretty much just throwing away. Like you would with trash. You might be in a movie theater. And before the movie, they might say, please dispose of all of your trash. So to throw it away. And we mostly talk about trash with that. You may hear... And I hope it's just on a movie, but you may hear of somebody needing to dispose of a body. Dispose of a body. That means uh, somebody has been killed and they have to get rid of it. Like, so they don't get in trouble. So, I hope, uh, I hope that's, that's, that helps. Hope that helps. Dispose of. Good question. Uh, Ibrahim says yeah be yourself yeah that's um that's i mean be yourself as long as you're not a jerk right be yourself but be kind so ibrahim nice i like it uh michelle is wondering i might have to reword this a little bit okay beginner is here how are you don't look at the nitpicking Michelle, I'm not so sure about that, but I think some of the words may be just a little off, but when you are nitpicking, I think this comes from uh, England, the Brits, but little nits, I believe, are small little bugs. They're, They're small, and if you're nitpicking, it means... The opposite of what Sunshine was talking about. You're worrying about the small things. So let's say you have a really good friend and they're almost perfect. But um, what could be a minor? Maybe they chew really loudly. I don't know. But they're awesome in every other way. So you, if you bother them about their eating... You might be nitpicking. You might be worrying about the little things. Sometimes you'll hear it with husband and wife, like nagging. That has come up in the chat before, nagging. So nitpicking is worrying or picking on. Picking on, that's a phrasal verb we use. Um, Bothering people. Picking on the little things. Nitpicking. I hope that helps. All right, Rod. VIP IDP. That sounds like a rap song. Rod. VIP IDP. You should create a song for your school. Uh, Rod also does uh, tutoring. He's an English teacher in Brazil, but he is very good. I don't know if he does private lessons, but you might want to ask Rod about private lessons. He has a school. I know that. And I think he does private lessons. Rod, let us know in the chat if you do private lessons. Michael Jackson has a song entitled Jam, and he sings, It Ain't Too Hard For Me To Jam. What's the jam there? Thanks. So jam, yes, it has to do with music. A jam, jam, not the stuff you eat. Jam uh, can be just like a good song. You can jam out to it. If you jam out means you turn it up loud. Maybe you're driving in your car. Heads bopping like this. You're jamming out. Some bands. Actually we have jam bands. In my country. Those are my favorite bands. Where they will take a song and just jam it out. Meaning. If the song on the album is three minutes when they play live at a concert they may take that three minute song and push it out to 10 minutes or even longer so a jam band but we use jam a lot with music with music all right what else what else okay uh genre 
Yeah, somebody said it in the chat. Sunshine genre. Yeah, it is French. But but we use it in English. Yeah. There, um, I think in Bob the Canadian's chat yesterday, or was it mine, we talked about uh, different uh, loan words. Was it my chat? Loan words. I think it was my chat, actually. Loan words. That um, there are, so- yeah, it was my chat, because we talked about Persian and bizarre. So I believe Mary might be able to help me, but I think bizarre is a Persian word. And we just... English will do that. French will not. Um, French has that. Uh, I don't know if anybody from France is in here, but they have uh, the l'Académie de Français. It's like a whole board of people that will take a a word that's not French and make it French. And in English, and that can give people trouble. We don't change it. We don't anglify our words. We just take. Like karaoke is a Japanese word, and now it's an English word. And I know Italian has done that too with smart working, right? That's an Italian word, right? Aroni. Um, Athos. No, I'm, I keep calling you Athos. It's Athen. You told me it's Athen. Um, from Greece is wondering, what's the temperature here? I don't know what it would be in Celsius, but it's probably 62, 62 Fahrenheit. I think it's supposed to be in the 80s later on. But right now in the morning at 7, 7.15 in the morning, that's a little cool still. Jamie is here? No, I don't think Jamie's here. I think Jamie's sleeping. Jamie, my wife, Jamie um, got a job, a new, a different, she's had this job before, but she is answering phones, making a little extra money. Um, and she's taking calls from COVID patients who work at Amazon. And she has been seeing a lot of calls, a lot of calls from the United States. Um, Ivan is wondering, what does represent mean? Well, uh, it's hard to use um, a definition without phrasal verbs. If you know what stands for, that is a good way to explain represent, but maybe I will use it as an example. So if you see the American flag, we have 50 stars on our flag, those 50 stars represent the states. I hope that helps. Um, Sometimes uh, you may go to a conference and there may be other people from different countries. And when you go to that conference or that big meeting, you may represent your country or you may represent your company. Okay, so Rod does private lessons. Check him out. Rod and I are trying to set up an interview. um, But, and I want to put it on the channel. But this boomer here is having trouble with the technology. So maybe I'll get it correct one day. Another question. Daniel is here, and he is not an early bird. Is it 8 a.m.? It's 8 a.m. in Brazil? Uh, I do want to thank anyone who became a member. We are doing a members video chat after this. So hopefully, Christopher, I didn't see you became a member after yesterday's live chat. So thank you, sir. Hopefully you can make it into the video chat after this. Mary says, bizarre is a Persian word. Now, I'm not sure if I'm saying it how it's said in Persian, but that's how we say it in English, bizarre. Sometimes we, you know, we, we will take the word from the original language, but we will talk like an American when we do it, or a Brit. Um, 
Christopher, do I think the word boomer is offensive? That's a good question. Some people probably do, especially boomers. Like if they're in their 70s, they might. But seeing I'm only in my 40s, I think it's funny. So I do not think it's offensive because I'm not really a boomer. But where's the boomer emoji? Feel free to use the boomer emoji if you would like. But no, I don't find it offensive. I wouldn't call a, <coughs> excuse me, I wouldn't call a boomer a boomer because they might find it offensive, but nah. Uh-oh, somebody said uh, Fabio. Fabio from Italy. Buongiorno. Probably, probablemente. That's a hard word for English people to say. Probablemente. Um, buon pomeriggio. Uh, but an American... Yes, people have asked about that. An American football lesson. I would like to do that. It probably won't be very popular on this channel, but I should do that. I'm also doing some smaller lessons on Instagram. There's the boom. Wait, no, that's the mattress Rod has. I'm also doing some smaller lessons on Instagram because I don't want to put them on YouTube. If people don't watch them, it will hurt me in the future, people watching my videos. But then I can throw a two-minute video lesson on Instagram, and there are a couple on Instagram. So if you haven't followed me on Instagram, you might want to. I'm doing a couple videos a week, maybe one a day. They're really quick for me to do. So I want to do uh, one maybe today on the difference between conserve and preserve. Preserve, conserve. So it's one of those where it's not long enough for a lesson on YouTube, and it's too long to answer in the chat. So Instagram is a good place, I think. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Is that even gonna work? I don't. That link I put up might not work. I uh, law law has his own phone back. I don't know what this means. A bogey, I don't know, bogey dogle, I don't know, bogey dogle. A bogey is a golfing term, and I don't know exactly what it means. Bogey is a golfing term in English, so I'm sorry. I don't know, I don't know that one. Uh, beginner is wondering, what is the difference between bankrupt and broke? Okay, so broke means you don't have any money. You're broke. Bankrupt means you don't have any money, but it's worse. It's almost like I don't have any money and I don't see myself getting enough money to get me out of a bad situation. So both mean you're out of money. Bankrupt means you're probably going to be out of money longer. If you watch The Office, Michael Scott had to declare bankruptcy. And he literally yelled, I declare bankruptcy, which is not how it works. <laughs> I think you need a lawyer to declare bankruptcy. Daniel is wondering, how long is a yard? Well... In the United States, we say three feet, three feet and a yard, but I don't know how to transfer that into something the rest of the world would know. I don't know how many meters a yard is. Maybe, maybe one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sunshine is wondering, 411, is that slang? Yeah, it is. Well, no. 311, I think, is slang meaning officer down, but 411, oh, I think it is slang. 411 means, like, give me information. Because in the United States, if we have an emergency, we call 911. 
But if we want information, I've never done it, but I believe you can call 411. So if you have a friend and they broke up with their boyfriend, let's say, and your other friend knows more about the situation, you might say, hey, can you give me the 411 on the breakup? So can you, can you tell me about it? Can you give me the 411? Okay, say that to a native English speaker and they will know that you want information. Give me the 411. Uh, yeah, Ibrahim is wondering why don't we use, or why maybe why do we use feet, miles, Fahrenheit? There was, I was, I don't even think I was born, but in the 1970s in the United States, there was a campaign. There was a push. There were a lot of ads to try to get Americans to switch over to the metric system. Didn't work. Americans, we are stubborn. I wish... I wish we would go to the metric system. I think it would be easier. Canada. I live about uh, a two-hour drive to Canada. And so when I go to Canada, everything is in kilometers. Everything is in liters. If you saw that video I made of getting gas, it was all in gallons. But in Canada, and I think most of the world, it's liters. I'm going to move this over closer to my microphone. Uh, Eric is wondering, have I ever met a celebrity? Um, met, like spoken to? No, I don't think so. I've seen some celebrities on the street pass by them. Um, John Cougar Mellencamp, he's a singer. Not sure if you ever have heard of him. I was in the same restaurant with him. Not eating with him. Um, I've met some U.S. senators. Like where I used to work at, um, down in Alabama, I worked at a diner. And we had a famous football coach come in. His name is Bobby Bowden. And, But we have a saying in the United States, or at least in English... It is, don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. Meaning, if you really like a celebrity, that if you meet them, they probably won't be the person you see on TV. So I personally have no interest in meeting a celebrity. Like, I know what they're like on TV. And like, alright, that's fine. You know, my favorite bands, my favorite singers, great. But I don't want to meet them because I think it will be disappointing. They probably won't be as nice or as cool as I think. Uh, oh, Ibrahim is wondering. Uh, that's a good question. Bob the Canadian. my He's my hero. He's my hero. I've sort of met him. He's a bit of a celebrity We've exchanged some emails, and he is a super nice guy. Super nice guy. So I guess I have met my hero. Um, well, a couple reasons that I can't go see Bob the Canadian. And one, I think he lives about maybe five or six hours from me. But Because Canada is huge. Canada is huge. It would take me several days to drive to like Vancouver, which is all the way on the West Coast. But right now... As an American, I can't go to Canada. The border is closed. My sister-in-law is Canadian. She married my brother. Her parents want to come visit her this summer. The Canadian-American border is closed. You cannot get through because of the virus. Uh, Christopher is wondering, what is the difference between stutter... And stubborn. Yeah, big difference. So stutter... Okay, stubborn means you don't want to do something. We often use a donkey 
to show stubborn where like you're pulling them, trying to get them to walk and they won't. They just stay put. They just stay put. They won't move. Stutter is when most of the time we talk about when people speak and they, uh, you know, that they can't, they can't get the words out stuttering. So a big difference there. I hope, I hope that helps. Eric, you're welcome. You're welcome. Ooh, somebody's walking their dog. Um, Hussein looks like he has, um, ah, Rod, thank you so much. Said Bob and Bob and myself are good people to look up to. Well, I hope just for English. I hope just for English. All right, Christopher says it helps. Nice. Um, I have top chat on. I need live chat. That's where I can see every every message. Daniel. Yes, I was close to 200. Daniel is my 200th subscriber on Instagram. So maybe that link worked. Thank you. I should have a prize for the 200th. Daniel, congratulations. I'll see you after in the video chat, I hope. Uh, Michelle says everything is banned. Well, yeah, if you're talking about the American-Canadian border, I'll just add that in. Um, yeah, pretty much. Business, I believe, can go through, like trucks carrying goods. The same, I don't think the same for the Mexican border, though. I think Americans can travel to Mexico. I've heard, I think of a couple of my friends going to Cancun, I think. But yeah, we cannot go to the Canadian border. Ah, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Mary saw Nicholas Cage. Now that guy, I think that would be quite interesting to meet that guy. Whew. Have you ever seen on YouTube where it's Nick Cage loses his his crap watch that video that's crazy all right michelle is wondering whoa long one here so long i can't copy all right here we go i just the last word i couldn't i couldn't copy and paste brent what does it mean to shirk responsibilities great term Here's a prime example. They shouldn't be allowed to shirk their responsibilities to us students. And he says, I'm not a boomer. I'm just a cool guy. Michelle, I, I appreciate that. So to shirk your responsibilities, it means you don't do what you're supposed to. So if this could be a teacher, if the teacher is shirking his or her responsibilities, it means they're not teaching the students. They're not doing their job. So, yeah, you definitely never want to shirk your responsibilities. All right, Hussein. Oh, got Jarend in there. That, that worries me. I'll do my best here. Could you explain? If you see a noun, you can say a Jarend. I am looking forward to the party. Yep. Well, both of those work. Both of those work. I'm looking forward to the party. I'm looking forward to going to the party. Even though literally when you say I am looking forward to going to the party, it actually means you're excited about the drive to the party. But both are fine. Native speakers will know exactly what you mean. It's all good. Yeah, please don't spam. Thank you, Aroni. Please don't spam. Oh, Mary. Jeez, this is making me really think. What is the difference between these two terms? Collateral and collation. Collation. Well, collateral, collateral, couple things. Um... Let's say I want to, okay, I'll use it in the classroom. I don't do this, but let's say a teacher wants to bar, 
excuse me, let's say a student wants to borrow a pencil from a teacher, they may want collateral to make sure they give that pencil back. So they might take their, I don't know, a quarter for collateral. That's a bad, that's a bad example. A collateral is when you borrow something from somebody, but you give them collateral so they know you will give it back. And it's usually something of value. So let me come up with a good example. This is not a real life example, but let's say my neighbor wanted to borrow my lawnmower. Lawnmowers are expensive. I don't want him to break it. I want him to return it. So as collateral, he might offer me his car. So if he doesn't return my lawnmower, I get to keep his car. That's collateral. Sometimes you'll hear collateral damage as an adjective, meaning in war, when something is bombed, collateral damage will be the innocent people that are killed. So collateral, a very tough term. And collation, I'm not, I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but when you collate something, you organize it. You file it. Okay, organize it. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. I'm going to skip down in the chat, see what's going on. Oh, lots of members in here today. Sam is here. Welcome, welcome. Zobeda is wondering, is siesta an English word? Yeah, it is now. So I believe it originally comes from Spanish, but we all know in English that you might hear it. Some people might say, ooh, today it's, it's so warm out. It's a good, good day for a siesta. So a nice afternoon nap. And I believe mosquito, Rod, maybe you can tell me. Mosquito, I believe, comes straight from the Portuguese. I think we use that term. Don't ask me how to spell it. Um, Daniel's wondering, have I ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, no, I haven't, but I love Andy Samberg. Great comedian. So I need to watch. I'm just so busy. So busy with YouTube, learning Italian, hanging out with my family. Like, that's it. That's it. My son and I, we got to watch uh, some hockey yesterday. We like watching that together. And my daughter had a singing recital. It went really well, despite her being sick. Despite. despite. Notice how I use that. So she sang really well, despite her being sick. I do have it on video. I wouldn't share that on YouTube, but maybe to a small group. She did really well. But that's me as a dad speaking. Zobeda knows how to spell mosquito. Nicely done. Nicely done. Hamity, welcome. Welcome. If anybody is new here, don't forget, subscribe. Subscribe. Um, good, yeah. Sometimes collateral can be used when buying a house. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, I, in a way, so, yeah, I don't want to get too crazy with this, but in, in the United States, I don't know how it is in other countries. Most people don't have two or three hundred thousand dollars in the bank to buy that house. No. So for collateral, when you get a loan from the bank, the collateral is the house. So if you can't pay for your house, the bank will take it. So that's collateral. The same when you buy a car. When you get a loan for a car, most cars in the United States cost $20,000 for a good car. Um, so most people don't have $20,000 in their pockets. They will get the loan from the bank. If they can't pay that loan off, the bank will take their car. Yeah, that's the collateral. Good call. Good call. Um, Daniel is wondering, <laughs> Brentley moment, Rod says, Brentley. Um, is it wrong to say me and him? Or is it the only, the only correct way to say him and I? Yeah, so we got some grammar going on here. What that, okay. 
This is not the perfect rule, but if you want something quick, I comes at the beginning of the sentence, me comes at the end. So sometimes him and I, um, grammar. So if you, if you say him and I, it actually should be probably he and I. So he and I are going to the movies today. Um, she is going to the movies with him and me, him and me. Maybe I should make a, a quick video on that, but sometimes it's hard to explain grammar in this live chat, but I hope that helps. I think it would be easier if I could show you the writing with subtitles, but Daniel, if that helps, I hope. Madi is here. Welcome. I always see Madi and Bob the Canadians chat. Thank you for stopping by here. Looking for some more questions. Trying to find someone I haven't answered a question from. Oh, Maz is saying Aussies, and that's another way to say Australians. Aussies call mosquitoes mozzies. The Australians have amazing slang. I don't know much of it. And often when I hear what they say, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand that. But they have some, they shorten a lot of words. So pretty cool. I would love to, Ivana is here from Poland. I would love to go to um, Australia one day. Rod is saying, how could I break down on a more positive note? Okay, so breakdown is usually, you know, crying in a, in a negative way. Um, but maybe because Rod is a teacher, Rod is an English teacher, maybe you break down some complex, some difficult material for your students and you make it easier. How about that? Break down. That's a positive way. Uh, but, yeah, if you break down in your car, that's negative. If you break down crying, bawling, that's not positive. So I hope that helps, Rod. I hope that helps. Um, yeah, Madi, where are you from? I believe it is. It is, isn't it? Um, I think it is Saudi Arabia. I think it is. Uh, uh oh, wait. Lucia, I hope I'm saying your name. What's a boomer expression? Did I just use uh, a boomer expression? Uh, Zobeda is wondering, I've heard everyone say, don't make no difference. Is it grammatically correct? Do I ever use it? No, I don't. Don't make no sense. It's It's got a double negative there. So I would say it doesn't make any sense. That's me. That's a, that's an English teacher. I try to use English as correctly as possible, even in my everyday life. But you will hear a lot of native speakers, especially younger people, say, "Nah, that don't make that don't make no sense." It's hard for me to even say, but that don't make no sense. Oh, Ivana is wondering which country I would like to visit most. Wow, wow. Um, so Brazil. Is a big one. But I would love to do land in Italy, go over to Hungary, go up through Bulgaria, and uh, eventually hit Poland. I would love to visit those. But again, I think if I go with the most in a perfect world, it would be Iran. It would be, yeah, I think I would want to go there. But as an American, I know it's... But Armenia, I know sunshine is here. Armenia looks beautiful with its mountains. Greece. Um, come on, Greece. Come on. Who doesn't want to visit Greece? There are so many, so many countries. So many countries. Um, Saudi Arabia. If Mahdi is from... Like, that would be amazing. Qatar. Qatar. Um, yeah. So many countries out there that I would love to visit. 
Did I name them all? No, Russia, Ukraine. Come on. Come on. So many countries. Um, yeah. Man, how about you, Ivana? If you could vi- anybody, if you could visit any country in the world, please write it in the chat. Like there's so many awesome different cultures out there. India is scary for me, to be honest. I know um I don't know if Mega is still here. She said it's quiet time for her family, so maybe she can't talk. But um oh Daniel, USA. Christopher Ireland. I that's a big for Americans, Ireland is a big one. Because there are so many Americans of Irish ancestry. So I know my friend actually he's French. His name's Brian Bollier or Bolieu. Uh he went to Ireland. But he's not Irish. He's French. A lot of uh, French in my town. A lot of French, Irish, and Somali. Those are the three big... Well, and a little bit of English. I'm mostly uh, English. Mahdi would love to visit the U.S. Budapest. And Hungary, Sunshine says. Come on. That beautiful city. Beautiful city. Eric is wondering, do my students write essays? Yes. We have three trimesters in school. Try and I, I there will be a video that comes out later today. I'm just finishing up the subtitles. Members have seen it already without subtitles about what school will look like in the fall and how everything is up in the air. And I mentioned uh, trimesters. So we have trimesters at my school. Remember tri is 3. Try is three. So each trimester in school, my students have to write an essay. We work on it all trimester. And with that essay, we will work on grammar. We will work. So some of it's personal essay. So they write about themselves. Sometimes they write about, um, we call it an informative essay. So they have to do research. So yes, they do. Writing is a big part of my class in the United States. Iraq. Um, I've seen some videos. I just bounced around. Who said Iraq? Oh, how many? Yeah, I've seen some, especially in, in Kurdistan. That would be a good country to visit. I think northern Iraq would be fun. Be fun. Um, Zabeda, you didn't find a single person to use it with. Oh, these Americans. Are you talking about that double negative thing? What's up, Aaron? That double negative thing? All right. Oh, Fabio, I'd like to know how you've been learning Italian. So the first year, and I know this doesn't work for everybody, but and maybe Ibrahim can chime in. Uh, because we both follow this guy, Steve Kaufman. That first year that I've been studying, I did a lot of reading. A lot of reading. The first like six months, I actually used Duolingo. And I think it can be helpful at the beginning to get you familiar with the language. But then um, I'm now listening. A lot of my uh, studying is listening, listening, listening. Uh, when I'm doing yard work, when I'm driving, I will listen to stories in Italian. Next year, 2021, I hope to start speaking. So I want to be more than just fluent, uh, or I want to be more than just, I want to be able to have a conversation in Italian, and then maybe Portuguese or French. Oh, wow. So, Lucia? Lucia? Has been to Ireland. Oh wow. Yeah, the, the the green of Ireland, the rolling hills of Ireland. You know, they're not mountains that but rolling hills. Oh, I would love to visit there too. Oh, Madi is wondering uh what time what time is that lesson? I'm gonna try to get it out um when this ends in about two hours. So like I was saying before, some of you might have joined late. My nephew's birthday 
party is today. My nephew's birthday party is today. And we are going up to the lake. I might film I might film some from there. I don't know if I'll put it out on YouTube or if it'll be just like a members kind of vlog thing. It might not be good enough for YouTube. I'm not sure. But I want to do some filming from the lake. And if it's if it's long enough and has enough information, I will put it up on YouTube as a real video. But he's turning 13. My son turned 13 a couple months ago. So my son is older than my nephew by two months. So there's a little comparison for you. My son is older than my nephew by two months. So that's I'm studying that in Italian right now. How to uh, measure, uh, what do we call it in English? Um, superlatives. How to measure that. So I'll give you this sentence here. My son is two months old older than my nephew. So I could say it like that. My son is two months older than my nephew. My son is older than my nephew. So not to get too grammarly here on you, but you see that by two months that uh, we call it a prepositional phrase. You can move that around in the sentence quite often. You cannot, you cannot say this though, by two months. Don't say this. My Sometimes you can put the prepositional phrase at the beginning, but not always. So that is, uh, hello, that is not a, not a good sentence. Those first two are, though. Uh, yeah, Christopher, comparing. So if we're comparing age or if we're comparing uh, skill, you know, I could say um, I am a better cook than my wife. My wife is a better cook than me. That can be tough can be tough. Marty says, I can't believe you look so young. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I wish you would come to the live chats more often. Marty, thank you. Ah, uh, from Vietnam, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Diet, I do want to do live stream sometimes very early in the morning because it will work if you're in Vietnam or Korea or Japan. I was looking at the countries that watch me the most this morning. Korea, South Korea was like fifth. So I'm going, I'm going to try to go earlier sometimes. Unfortunately, Brazil, this is not a good time for Brazil. And they are the second most country that watches this channel. USA is first. But I will try to go early because it's good for Europe. And it's good for Japan, Korea, India. But yeah, Zabeda, don't, yeah, don't say that. By four months, I'm younger. That was my bad example. That's my bad example. So... We would know. Native speakers would know what you mean. It would just sound awkward. So I'm going to write this correctly, okay? Um, so say it like this. I am younger than my nephew. Yeah, put that prepositional phrase right at the end. Period. That's a perfect sentence right there. Perfect sentence. Uh, Daniel's wondering, am I familiar with uh, the TOEFL? I'm not. But, but I should, I should, uh, simply because I know many of you will probably want to take the TOEFL and the, the IELTS. That's the other one, right? The IELTS. So it would be, um, it would be good if I did that. Ibrahim says, Bob might show up anytime. Yeah, maybe. 
I think he's sleeping though. He might be sleeping. He might. He is a farmer though. He might uh, rise early. He might rise early. Not raise. He might rise early. Fabio, I do like Italian food. I've never been to. I've never been to um, Italy though. I do want to one day. My dream is to fly into Milano and visit with Aroni and then go down to Rome, stay out of Southern Italy. No, I love Southern Italy. I love Southern Italy. Uh, Go down into Naples and then cut across, maybe stop in the Czech Republic for a bit. I would love to. Um, Ivan is wondering, what is the difference between odd, strange, and weird? Let's keep it simple and say there, nothing. There's nothing, there's nothing um, different between odd, strange, and weird. Yeah, I'm hoping, see a plane flying overhead. I'm hoping that I'm never called odd or strange or weird. Yeah, they're, they're all three pretty much the same thing. That's a loud plane. Should I speak even more closely into the microphone here uh yeah they're all the same those three all the same uh susanta i was born four years before my cousin that's perfect right there that's a good way to compare nice job maria is here i know it's early in i know it's early in brazil nikita welcome oh i know michelle Oh, yes. Bob mentioned the hamper, yes, in his uh, household items. Yeah, um, in the United States, we would use both. If you're not familiar, a hamper or a basket. A hamper is the only way you would use hamper is to put in dirty clothes. And you would put them in there to wait for them to be washed. The hamper. Um, There... Actually, I don't I don't have a hamper in my house. We have baskets. We have baskets. And baskets would be round. Uh, if my bathroom wasn't such a mess, I would the we have a little laundry room in the back of the bathroom. And I actually think hello, good morning. I actually I have done one of my first videos, the American bathroom. So if you check in there, I don't think there's a hamper though. We would use both. We would know what you mean. But a basket, you could also take on a picnic. They're shaped differently. All right, I'm sorry. I'm skipping around in the chat a little bit. So if I missed your question, I'm sorry. Ibrahim is wondering, do I watch cartoons in Italian? I do. Peppa Pig. Yeah, dinosaur. Dinosaur is how George says uh, dinosaur in Italian. So, yeah, I do watch a lot of uh, Peppa Pig. And that, depending on your level of English, you might want to watch some Peppa Pig. The video that I have coming out a little later today is English, told through stories. It's about an 11-minute story. The transcripts are all accurate. You can print them out. Peppa Pig is great because it's like three-minute stories. Beginning, middle, and an end. They use a lot of repetition. Unfortunately, the Italian subtitles, transcripts, I don't print them out for Peppa Pig. They're They're not accurate at all. At all. All right. Looks like there's some chats. Oh, Marty watches. Yeah, Peppa Pig is great. I don't like on YouTube the Italian. Uh, they put a commercial every minute, like every two minutes. You're sitting through a commercial, which can be frustrating, especially because I like to put my phone down and just do work, like around the house doing dishes or whatever, just like Steve Kaufman. 
Um, and it's tough because you got to skip the ad. Uh, Aniko, when to use snap out of it? Is it to stop doing something? Yes. Yeah. Often when people are staring off into space, you know, you might say, hey, snap out of it. You're like, oh, and you wake up. Oh, okay. Snap out of it. Um, but you also could be in like a slump. You could be in a slump. And um, that means when you're just having bad days, you're a little depressed, you might say, oh man, I need to snap out of it. I need to get more positive because we talked about that earlier. Yeah, good question. Good question, Aniko. We get about four minutes and then we need to finish up. And then there is a video chat with members after this. And a couple, uh, Ibrahim might stop by, I hope. Um, uh, Sunshine is wondering about, can I say savored hour? We don't use that here, but I would know, I would know what you meant, savored hour. If you savor something, you really like it. So the savored hour must be your favorite hour of the day. So that is one of those, I would say, we don't use in English, but use it. Because people would know it's very poetic, the savored hour. I like that. I might have to use that in a poem. That's really good. That's really good. The savored hour. I like that. So some people might think um, that first hour when you wake up might be the savored hour. Because you, I get a lot of work done. That's mostly when I study my Italian, answer comments on the channel. I like it. Um, Lalit. What? Mary, second question? What? I didn't see it. Write it again. Write it again. Oh, Anna. Anna is here. Uh, do you have to be a gold member? No, this, um, this chat is for all members. Um, but gold members, there are only two. I try to make sure they can make it. Silver members get the invite. Bronze members, it's not usually a video chat, but I wanted to welcome everybody in today. We don't do English learning. I don't do any lessons. It's just, we talk. So, but all of the English learning is free here. Oh gosh, Mary. Oh gosh, please explain these terms. Uh, ethnic, ooh, that's a tough one. But ethnic is more like, and it's hard to define, but when we go into the grocery store, I should do a video on this, we have the ethnic food section. So the Thai food will be there. The Mexican food will be there. The Japanese food, ethnic by country. Oh, ethnic heritage. So that could be like where you come from originally, the ethnic uh, slave raider? I don't know what that is. Your regional affiliation. If you are affiliated with something, it means you are associated with it. So your regional affiliation, I might be considered from New England. That would be my regional affiliation because I'm in the northern, northeastern part of the United States. Maybe your Mary, your regional affiliation would be, is it Southern Iraq? Southern, um, Southern Iran? Southern Iran? So it's just trying to like, instead of just saying from the United States, I would say New England, the Northeastern United States. All right, I love Sesame Street. I see Aroni is talking about Sesame Street. All right, I think Aroni is going to be in the chat as well. Oh, Peppa Pig in English? Is it British? Um, yeah, so as Aroni said, Sesame Street is still awesome as an adult. I promise. It's good stuff. All right. I, let's see, Daniel, last question. I, I got to get going. I'm sorry. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this hour. I certainly did. It's one of my favorite hours of the day. I might even call it my savored hour, Sunshine. I might even call it my savored hour. Uh, but I can pronounce this really quickly before we go. I'm getting messages that my Zoom attendants are waiting. Calf. One. Calves. Two. So everyone has two calves, right? That's that muscle on the back of your lower leg. So I hope that helps. We will do this. Michelle, the mattress and the peace signs. Uh, Peppa Pig is, is British. Urgh. They have all the good stuff. Thank you. Sunshine has the uh, sunflowers. What about Naima? I haven't seen her. She must have been busy for a while. I know Nori's been busy. So if you can make it here, we'll do it again. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Wednesday. Definitely Friday and Saturday. Christopher is saying American TV shows. Friends. The Office. Right? Thank you guys so much. Always a fun time. I have fun. I hope you do too. We will do this again soon sometime. Be on the lookout for that video later on. I talk about what schools will be like in the United States in the fall. Mary, take care. Adios, amigos. See you all later.